What's up, everybody? Snakefish here back again for episode two of the Average Gamer Podcast. Sorry it's been a couple weeks, uh, but I, I really haven't had time to record a podcast. Um, I, I guess I have. I just I've had other things I've had to do. Uh, but I do have some good things to talk about today. Um, so uh, without dragging it on too long, uh, let's get right down into business. Uh, first part, uh, kind of like last time, uh, today we're going to be talking about games I've been playing uh, personally and uh, my multiplayer, I guess, esca- escapade uh, of the week or month, whatever, however long of time it's been in between. Um, then we'll just get down to some of the news in gaming, some of the cool things that have been going on or not. Uh, we'll get into that and then uh, a little end segment that I'm going to try out but I'm going to leave that until the end Um, so uh, the things I've been playing lately at least just I think I've had it for about a week uh, is a game called uh, Rome Total War Two, not one, two. Yes, I've played one extensively. I think, let's see, I would have been about 10 when I started playing it, I think, the first one. And that game really changed, like, my outlook on what an RTS game could be. Because instead of just being, like, a big map and, like, the the combat being, uh kind of generic you know just like everybody gets a unit or whatever three kinds of units then you you know of different infantry and stuff or like cavalry blah 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 it actually is like a real life uh strategy game uh it's on a board look it looks like a board game and you move your armies around uh you take cities build cities and obviously it's based um in Roman times uh, with uh, I don't know what to call it all of uh, Europe and um, kind of the top part of Africa where Egypt is and Spain just kind of all that's the map and then obviously there's different nations and you start out on number one with just being able to be the Romans And as you defeat people, you get to unlock others. Whoever you defeat, you unlock them. You can play them, so on and so forth. Uh, But there's a lot that goes into it. Um, There's city building. Uh, You've got to manage, like, your trades. You know, if all your cities aren't producing anything, you're not going to make money. Uh, There's, you know, you have to forge trade agreements. You know, you try to take cities that have, like, mountains next to them so you can have mines it's just really cool how like much detail there is in this game um so i loved that game i still do and then uh the other day i caught uh rome 2 on a sale so this one came out in 2013 so the graphics are way better the engine that the game runs on is better. The combat looks awesome. And 
going through some of the reviews on Steam, uh, it, it has like the mixed review, I guess, symbol. <laughs> like, it's about even people disliking it in a review or liking it in a review on Steam. Uh, but, you know, I, I've looked at it for a long time, about a year. And I finally, I caught it on a sale and I just pulled the trigger and I got it. And I honestly, I couldn't be happier. Um, everything that Rome 1 did, um, because it was, it was kind of a turning point in the Total War series, not to get too much into that. I feel like here has, at least in my opinion, been revolutionized and like some of the <clears throat> more like I guess grindy parts have been taken out and like replaced with something that makes more sense and what I mean by that is you don't have to micromanage each settlement so much because in Rome 1 you used to have to like every city you had to manage the taxes and build the buildings you could leave it up to an ai but it it, it honestly wasn't that good uh they kind of lose you a lot of money and like they just recruit randomly so you'd be paying a lot for your army upkeep but in rome they kind of did it as provinces so not each city so you know there's about four cities to a province so you kind of you know it makes it a lot easier to manage and they did add things like you know you have to be producing food uh, it shows you you know when what your like projected income is going to be uh, if you have a surplus of food uh, it shows what uh, items the city actually does that can be traded or marketed so that's cool um, but as far as like the in-game like uh battles they're they're pretty freaking great uh, i've been enjoying it a lot <coughs> excuse me i've been enjoying it a lot and to be honest i i know it's an unpopular opinion but to be honest this is probably my favorite total war game that i've played and i've played a lot of them uh, but I just the graphics are beautiful beautiful graphics even like the ship battles uh, that, that they added Like the water and like the boats when they sink it just uh, it looks cool, but the battles are epic uh, Like the soldiers look more realistic, you know, they look battered their shields aren't all perfect You know some of them have better armor than others just from recent battles and stuff and like you know it just looks more real and I've been enjoying it uh, but enough about that I could spend a long time uh, talking about Total War games because uh, you guys know I'm a big RTS fan uh, but multiplayer games that I've been playing lately with my friends is Division 2 and I know that the looter shooter genre can get kind of just grindy uh but honestly i haven't it, i've played about uh, 20 hours or so 
in the division two uh not as much probably like two hours by myself and then the rest has been uh with like a squad my my friends in a squad and it hasn't been so it's not what i thought it would have been um i used to play destiny and destiny 2 and i i like those games don't get me wrong but there comes a point where you get there's nothing new uh like maybe you'll get new weapons you'll get new armor but it's just kind of repetitive at that point and you like you after a while you might get something like one point better on something than what you have and but the division has had a lot of content and we've played for 20 hours there's still tons of stuff to do uh it is third person i i i don't know i never played the division one so i don't necessarily know like the background it's something about like a a bioweapon or a virus was leaked out on a black friday so it's like you know you've got different factions of like raiders and like settlers and you're just like an agent that tries to keep the peace and, and it's been fun uh, i've honestly enjoyed it a lot uh no real complaints it hasn't been buggy at all uh the gunplay is cool um, you get a lot of cool uh, equipment to use like you can put down turrets and like little machine gun drones and seeker mines and stuff so that's been fun uh, it's it's really casual uh, so you don't have to be like super good you know it, it's it is challenging and if you're not careful you'll you can die pretty fast but it's fun to get together with friends and it's it doesn't feel like that generic looter shooter kind of uh, game that that seems to have been kind of dying down lately ever since I uh, probably destiny 2 came out but it's a great game I would recommend it um, I did not buy the game when I was putting the, together my PC um, AMD was having a deal where if you bought like a graphics card like a Radeon card or a, an AMD processor you got there was a couple games you could choose from so I got it for free from there but I mean I still paid like you know 200 bucks for a processor but still uh, it was cool to come with it because it was a game I could run uh, so that's been fun I would recommend it uh it's fun I, I i still have a lot of hours of enjoyment to get out of that game um i don't really have any other stuff to uh talk about my current gaming um besides i know later on me and my friend will be trying a multiplayer mod for subnautica so i'll probably follow up on that later in a later podcast or video but other than that uh, I've really just been playing Rome so that's kind of where all my time's been going up uh, besides work and school um, <coughs> so some of the current gaming news going around lately the biggest one 
that kind of came out of nowhere, honestly, because I think everybody's forgotten about it. Uh, but the Ouya <laughs> is getting shut down, finally. I don't know. I, I think that's... I, I don't know what. Anyway, it, it's getting shut down. Uh, Razor, that um, they bought out the Ouya store. So, like, they run it, basically, in mid-2015. They actually will be shutting it down on the 25th of June this year. So, if you have an Ouya, which I don't think anybody does, because it honestly just kind of amounted, <laughs> amounted to nothing. Uh, but, you know, if you have one, that's cool. I, I did hear that some of the people that got them, you know, just like casual gamers, they did enjoy having one. So I'm not knocking the system, um, but nobody really bought one. So it just, it, Razer decided it's time to shut it down. And so if you want any games for it that you don't have yet, if you play one or have one, uh, you better get those now before the 25th of June because after then the sad life of the Ouya will be over um, so if you don't know what it is uh, the Ouya was a crowdfunded console that was started on Kickstarter it was announced in 2012 but they only had a Kickstarter goal of $950,000 which is a lot but they made a lot more than that. They made $8.5 million. And $3.7 million of that was in the first two days. So within the first two days, they'd already raised like well over what they needed or wanted. Uh, so why though? <laughs> why did they make so much? Well, the appeal for the Ouya was a more... Like, a, I guess a more indie friendly, like a indie developer friendly console. Um, it wasn't going to be very expensive. You know, uh, I think the price when it came out was only like 99 bucks. Um, so it, it was a lot cheaper alternative than a PlayStation 3 or an Xbox 360 at the time. Um, because I guess at the time, um, during that, that time in the seventh gen, the, like the indie community, it wasn't, it wasn't as popular and it wasn't as easy for them to publish games on Microsoft or Sony's platforms, but the Ouya, that was kind of its niche and I, they raised a lot of money. There was a, you know, a need for it then. Uh, but by the time it actually uh, released, you know, it time had gone on. Uh, the 360 and PlayStation 3 had kind of opened their doors a little bit more to indie developers. And the Ouya just kind of had outdated tech. So, you know. The games you wanted to play on it, you could play on a tablet or your smartphone. So why why would you want to uh, 
pay a hundred bucks just for a console that you know you could probably run on your tablet or smartphone that you already had that you already paid for um but it it sold it you know it sold but its niche was gone so you know there wasn't really anything that it it offered new or it it wasn't revolutionary by any means by that point and the most disappointing thing <laughs> was they made a lot of videos and they talked a big game about the controller they were going to have <coughs> excuse me they had this claim that they man they'd just been working on this controller and it was going to be be revolutionary you know the most comfortable controller ever which is important you know you're going to be holding that thing uh for hours or not i guess depending on how long you play but you know it's going to be there you, that's what you're going to use and they talk this a lot i mean it was like uh it was like their big it was supposed to be a big thing between you know because obviously the 360 and ps3 were you know far more powerful but this was supposed to be like something different you know the controller was going to be the good thing um but it didn't really live up to that expectation and it actually wasn't good at all you know the face buttons they weren't really like responsive you know you, you can if you ever had like a mad cats controller and you were playing a game with like your friend and they had like the the real actual controller you could tell like i remember i had a mad cats controller for my gamecube back in the day and we'd be playing melee me and my cousin and I'd, I'd give him the good controller, you know, because that's what you do. And I, I remember, like, you'd hit the A button, and there would be a little bit of a delay. So, obviously, like, you can tell when something has good switches, you know, the, the controller had some money put into it. They made it good, which is usually uh, what the first-party controllers are, you know, that come with the systems, like, their actual brand controllers. But I guess, like, the face buttons weren't that responsive, and I guess the D-pad, like, sucked. So it kind of just felt like a cheap controller. There was no support. Uh, it wasn't that comfortable from, like, what they talked it up to be. So it kind of just flopped when it came out. Um, but, like I said, Razer bought their content catalog in mid 2015 but it's at an end and get those games now before it doesn't exist anymore but it will go down in history as an interesting part of gaming so yeah another thing that people were frustrated about was how much money it raised and like the delivery wasn't very good and that's that's a sad thing we see about crowdfunding i'm not saying it's bad but you definitely need to be careful on what you give your money to i'm not saying it was a bad idea it just 
like the timing of everything. And you think if they, you know, got an $8.5 million that, like, they could have got good switches in their controller or something. But, you know, just watch out for what you're putting your money down on Kickstarter. If you do, I personally, I don't really get on there. So, I just don't. But, be careful what you do because you could invest and then something flops. But, you don't get anything out of it anyways. Uh, it is what it is. And, hopefully things like this don't happen again i'm not saying it's bad that they tried to come out with a new console but i guess just the delivery was bad so once again june 25th it's sad life will be over but i don't really think anybody is sad about it and what do you know, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming up on June pretty quick, and you all know what that means. It's about time for the release trailer of whatever the new Call of Duty is going to be this year. And the rumor is this year that it's going to be another Modern Warfare. And it's just going to be called Modern Warfare. <laughs> Just like the original. Now, I saw a joke online when I was looking this up because I, when I heard when I heard that, I was like, you know that that's fine. You know they tried to go back to World War Two and it was meh. But you know, the Modern Warfare series was always well received. Uh, one and two, and even in my my own opinion, even though it's unpopular, Modern Warfare three, I had a lot of fun with. Um, but I guess we'll see what happens. Anyway, the joke I saw was that uh, Call of Duty four was Modern Warfare. So now that this is the fourth Modern Warfare, it's just gonna be Modern Warfare. So that's not confusing at all. But I guess we'll see how it goes. You know, somehow if they can recapture that lightning in a bottle that was the original Modern Warfare series. Mostly 1 and 2 for the community. Um, I know Modern Warfare 3 didn't really change up that much. But I had a lot of fun on it as well. But, you know, then it should be a relatively good game. Now, I have, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duties in my life. My very first experience with Call of Duty was, well, like the modern Call of Duties was, uh, me and my friends would get together on Friday, Saturday nights in junior high, high school. Uh, mostly we'd play Modern Warfare 2. Uh, we just play split screen because even in the split screen, you know, you'd level up, you'd rank up, you'd unlock things for your guns and it made it fun because it was like, you know, we'd play online and you had that. But then when we were just playing split screen, like four player split screen, excuse me, you had like, it was separate, you know, you had to earn for things and, you know, if you wanted to 
get better at it you know obviously you had to be hanging out i don't know it was just a lot of good memories we just you know sit up there and hang out and talk playing call of duty split screen and that was fun i enjoyed the customization of the guns there was a lot of different variety uh you know each each thing that you had you know from your perks in your classes to like you know that related specifically to like your what setup you want or what you're trying to do but now like looking up to today on black ops 4 there's like four guns in each category and they're not bad but you know it, it doesn't really matter like the perks are just kind of vanilla they don't add a whole bunch of of uh like I don't feel the need to constantly like be tweaking and trying out new new things. I don't I you kind of just get your gun and then you play like around and you have like the attachments you want unlocked already. And that's kind of it. Uh which is fine to like to be a simple game, but I don't find it as enjoyable as I did back then. So I hope they kind of go back to what made their multiplayer revolutionary and fun in the first place because it's not it's not what it is it's not that good honestly if you look back it's not you know it used to be a huge even on YouTube like a huge uh, community of of Call of Duty players but now you kind of say Call of Duty with a bad taste in your mouth because they just, they just keep coming up with games and nobody, like they're, obviously the critics and stuff give them like 9 out of 10s, 10 out of 10s because it's a big, you know, it's one of the biggest games of the year every year and they still sell well. So I'm not surprised they don't really change up the formula that much because people are going to buy it anyways. I'll probably buy it anyways. I I don't know why I do, but it just seems like games of these games have moved more towards like just loot boxes and just people buying stuff on the game, and so they make a game so people can do that. So we'll see if it's good. Uh, I personally would enjoy a game that goes back to. Uh, Modern Warfare era gameplay with uh, the guns and hopefully the customization and the variety Because uh, coming up with like Coming up with guns. I can pro I can see why it's hard to Give as much a variety because those guns don't exist So I think it would be cool. I think it'd be refreshing. Maybe I could be wrong because I thought World War two would be refreshing but there's other reasons why I didn't think that was a good game uh, besides the gameplay uh, but hint, it, it's mostly because the loot boxes and and, and uh, pistol grips were annoying because that's all you would get out of them so that was annoying uh, but you know Call of Duty Black Ops 4 did do something revolutionary I guess but not really. I guess kind of hopping on the bandwagon with BR. Uh, and 
I just I wonder if if that's gonna stay a thing. You know, uh, I want to talk about battle royale. Um, if it's a fad or if it's here to stay. Uh, in closing today, but I honestly feel like I I I don't know what to think about it because I do enjoy like a good. I guess couple rounds of of a battle royale sometimes, and like it, it's fun, it's a challenge, right? But I mean, you have so many battle royale games coming out, just trying to cash in. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing because obviously it's fun, and people think it's fun. But when I look at games like PUBG, that you know kind of started this thing off and don't get me wrong i love i still play PUBG to this day i like it but i just see a game that started out that was awesome and they slowly as they saw what their what other people did with br they just kind of moved into there like uh all the cosmetic stuff and you know, a lot of the map looks like a PlayStation 2 game, um, and that could have been better, honestly. Like, uh, they should have been continuing on optimizing the game instead of putting the loot boxes in, putting emotes in. I hate emotes. Who thought of emotes? Like, it's a waste. It's just like filler so that you don't get something good out of a loot box. And I hate loot boxes. That that's why I, I miss old I miss the seventh gen before that was a thing, and you could just you know you bought a game and that was the game. I was fine with DLC because you know they're adding on to the game. I get that it took time to work on it. Fine, but when your game is based, you know you bought something, but it doesn't come with everything, and you have to grind or just play, and somebody could just pay five bucks and they get like an epic skin and you put like a hundred hours into a game and you get emotes i don't know it's frustrating that's a topic for another day but i feel like i feel like the battle royale scene uh has calmed down a bit but it'll be interesting to see if call the next call of duty actually brings in another battle royale mode because i i like blackout it's fun um nobody really plays it on pc and they took out solo mode which kind of pissed me off but i don't know why they would take it away um but i hope that they give a lot more game in the next one so we'll see what it is but hopefully this whole battle royale Fate, like phase just kind of kind of goes away because um, at this point if someone comes out with a game that has a battle royale mode you kind of know that was just like a like a jump on the bandwagon so anyways uh, next week um, hopefully I can keep this schedule going and not go like three weeks in between. Um, but let me know what you guys uh, want to hear about. If there's any uh, 
games you'd like to hear me talk about in review. Uh, hopefully, I'm trying to get like a lore segment going for like different game universes because uh, I find that enjoyable. So let me know what you think. But thanks for listening, guys. I know it's a little bit shorter than last week's, but I don't want it to go for too long. And I honestly didn't find anything else personally interesting to want to share with you guys about gaming this week. Um, So I hope you guys have a nice rest of your day or night or have a good day at work. If that's where you're listening to this too, or I know I play games and I'll listen to a podcast if it's just a casual game. But anyways, hope you guys have a good rest of your life.